Air Travel of the 2030s. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Sherry Stein, Head of Technology Strategy for CETA Americas. Welcome, Sherry. Hi, Tanya. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. What does CETA do, and how long has it been doing it? So CETA is an airline and airport uh, cooperative. It's made up of 450 different members from around the world. Um, and we provide technology strategy to help them in airports for airlines and also for border management systems around the globe. We've been in business since 1949, um, celebrating our 70th year uh, this year. So I'm very proud of that. And we've been leading the way in innovation in airline and airport T pretty much ever since then. Um, we started our early days as a networking company and then quickly moved into the operational space. Um, in the 1984 Olympics, when the, uh, everyone was coming to Los Angeles and couldn't figure out how they were going to handle all these people within the confines of the airport space, they came to us for a solution. And that's how the what's known as the common use platform was born that allowed all different airlines to be able to leverage the same infrastructure. And that's kind of the backbone of what we do today. From, I don't know how much you want me to continue on that. Nope, Sorry. That was good. Okay. That was good. Right. From boarding passes on your phone to, to Wi-Fi on, on your flight, technology's changed the nature of air travel. I mean, 10 years from now, then what technological advancements will air travelers take for granted at the airport? Yeah, so this is uh, where we spend a lot of our work now is looking at new and emerging technologies through our CETA lab group who are very closely involved with the startup community, academia, and exploring what's happening in other sectors and then bringing that to bear in the travel space. So a lot of work now with biometrics, um, looking at blockchain. We've announced the, a new MRO alliance, which is looking at how to create a provenance and trust across the availability of aircraft parts um, and moving more toward the digitization of paper forms so that we can um, make those forms um, and the information more readily available and be able to trust that the source of that data, we have a good chain of custody all throughout the process. AI is another big area, um, machine learning, autonomous vehicles. So, so I think a lot of those are really starting to now see good enterprise use cases that we'll see deployed across our airports beyond just experimental and trial stages. What are some of the kinds of airport and airline operation advancements uh, that these types of technologies might bring? So a lot of our focus is looking at what can we do to create, um, besides digitization, um, is also looking at collaboration and how we bring all of the different stakeholders together. Because if you think about when you book a flight, there are 20 or more different entities involved in that. So you go online and you book, um, there's probably a UI developer involved or a, a design firm plus the technology provider the hosting provider the airline themselves plus the payment service provider <clears throat> pardon me and then when you get to the airport you know you have the check-in services you have the um, systems for ticketing you have the catering crews you know the crew themselves it goes on and on and on so 20 different organizations that you have to bring together and so so real focus around digitizing that in order to create a more frictionless process 
And so the two core areas that we focus are really around um, how do we cre create the seamless travel journey by bringing those parties together through collaboration and then also um, operational excellence. What can we do to be more autonomous in the decision making that goes into the operations, as well as predictive to know that weather patterns are changing, to know that there are flight delays, to know that they're connecting passengers, uh, um, and be able to use that to then manage the, the operations more efficiently. You talked about weather patterns and certainly um, weather and uh, weather, taste weather is really important. What will, I would say security is, is also important, right? So, and it's, it's always going to be a part of traveling. What technology will make us safer and make getting on our flight more efficient? So a big area that we're working in now is around biometrics. Um, we worked very closely with U.S. Customs and Border Protection on their biometric exit program. And that's looking at uh, how do we leverage biometrics for not just their purposes to help them meet their mandate to make sure that people are leaving the country within their agreed visa stays, but also to help streamline the boarding process. So if you think about it today, when you go to the airport, um, if you check in for a flight and you go to the counter to drop your bag, an airline agent looks at your boarding pass, looks at your passport or driver's license, and looks at you, and then makes a decision whether you are who you say you are. Um, and so what we're looking at now is through the use of biometrics, you can automate that process and do it within less than two seconds and with 99.5% accuracy, whereas the human eye is more to the 50 to 60% accuracy. So, so biometrics is really changing the game. And we've already seen an increase in uh, a 30% improvement in boarding times. So that means less time on the ground for aircraft. Um, faster turnaround times means less environmental impact. And so a lot of things that culminate that we bring together in order to improve um, security, um, identity assurance, and uh, the, the aircraft turnaround times. What kind of a rollout are we seeing? Is this something that's happening in very specific test air airport situations or is this something that we can expect to see, I don't know, in the next year or two or three? I would say you'll see it very soon. In the United States in particular, um, U.S. Customs and Border Protection has said it's their goal to have 97% of all flights and travelers covered by 2023. Um, they've got a really difficult task ahead because unlike other countries in the United States, there's no formal exit immigration process. The closest we have is a TSA checkpoint, but that doesn't differentiate between domestic and international travelers. Um, but, but that's coming. They're working very hard to try to figure that out. And that's a regulation that's been on the books for them since 9-11. So time back to the point about security, you know, is, is how do we keep that airspace safe and avoid another 9-11? Um, and, and that's like I said, coming very quickly. Around the world, we're seeing lots of other cases. We've participated in projects with more than um, 22 different airports around the world, incorporating systems that include check-in, bag drop, uh, boarding, lounge access, and even mobile technologies for how we can help uh, streamline the travel experience with biometrics. So let's talk about the in-flight experience. How, how is that gonna involve? 
So in-flight is a tricky one, right? Um, because you look at um, in-flight entertainment um, the, and there's still kind of a, a struggle to figure out whether the TVs and the seatbacks are still worth doing or whether people want to bring their own device. Each airline has a different uh, model for how they consider that. Um, Wi-Fi, you know, is... I mean, it's expected nowadays. So I think there's also a struggle with whether that's still a paid model or whether airlines are going to make that available for free. Um, some are experimenting with that. So I think, you know, the more we can tie that in with the ground experience, you know, then that also offers value. Um, if you think about airlines like Ryanair, you know, they have their, uh, their flight attendants walk through the aisles selling, you know, bus tickets or tickets for shows. If you could pay for those while on the aircraft and get e-tickets rather than, you know, paper versions, that'd be a great step forward too. Sherry Stein, Head of Technology Strategy for CETA Americas. If somebody wants to connect with you, Sherry, maybe they've got questions about the future of air travel, uh, or maybe they've got, uh, just wants to connect with you personally. How can they do that? Yeah, so you can always check out our website at www.ceta.aero. That has a lot of information about all the breadth of products that we have in our suite, as well as um, the new innovations that are coming through CETA Lab. And then I'm on LinkedIn at Sherry L. Stein. You can find me there. Thanks again, Sherry. And find more of my interviews right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.